Every day, we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov slash careers. It's the morning show on 95.3 WBCK. And here's Tim Collins. And a happy Friday morning. It's 8.08. A lot of stuff going on in Union City tomorrow. They've got an all-day affair going on. And a group from South Bend has produced a video documentary about the St. Joseph River and the 100 or the 98-year-old dam on the river there at Union City. And a lot of things going on down there. So we're going to get Bill Avery on the line a little later. He's the city uh, Union City Village president. And we'll talk Union City. Our state senator, Dr. John Bison, is here for his uh, scheduled visit. Good morning, Senator. Nice to see you. It is always great to be with you, Tim. Thank you so much for the invitation one more time. I read that uh, you guys were going to get back in session this week and uh, roll up your sleeves and get into that budget. It actually didn't happen, though, did it? It did not. Uh, I have to say that all of the budget work is continuing behind the scenes that uh, I've been in extensive meetings uh, throughout this entire week, and uh, uh, we are working with the administration uh, trying to come up with uh, good answers for uh, uh, the programs that uh, we have to administer. And uh, we were scheduled originally to be back in session, I want to say, on Wednesday of this past week. And uh, it appears as if with this covid uh, increase in infections, uh, there was a question as to whether or not it would be useful to uh, uh, get together uh, when much of the work was already going on. And uh, a couple of our senators uh, uh, reported having COVID as well. Oh. So in order to try to uh, uh, limit exposure, uh, we decided to uh, uh, not meet this week. We'll be meeting next week and uh, in person in Lansing and doing many of the budget things that we were originally going to be uh, doing this week. But the budget process is coming along very, very nicely, if I may say. Uh, all of the uh, appropriations chairs are meeting with their uh, House counterparts and with the administration, and that process is ongoing uh, that process uh, seems to be doing uh, quite well, and there will be some decisions that will be referred up to uh, uh, the head shed when agreement can't be reached. What are a couple of the big budget issues on Senator Bison's list, uh, some stuff that you're most concerned and working on? Um, I was asked to uh, shepherd the uh, corrections budget, which uh, is about... Uh, $2.6 billion, um, and uh, it has to do with uh, rehabilitation in my mind, that uh, I have made it clear with uh, our administration that uh, uh, I think that we as a state have a need to rehabilitate the people that we come in contact with. 
if they have uh, drug addictions and uh, alcohol addictions, uh, this is a great time to try to dry them out and get them the support that they need in order to uh, get their addictions under control. I realize that oftentimes that is a lifetime endeavor, that uh, there are those who say that uh, uh, once you're an addict, you, you're always an addict, but um, it doesn't mean that you can't have control over the situation, and I think that we need to emphasize that within our institutions rather than minimizing that. Yeah, I guess one thing makes it tough is that a lot of... Uh well, a lot of trucks find their way into our institutions somehow, and it was kind of hard to to get clean for addicts when there's that temptation there. Uh, there is always that temptation, and uh, a lot of the people, because of their personal habits and personal choices, having been bad in the past, really have not had the successes that they have needed in their lives in order to uh, say this is a whole lot better than you know, being drunk on, on some street corner at some mm-hmm. point in time or shooting up with all the attendant risks that uh, that involves. Uh, we spend a great deal of money on our rehabilitation programs uh, in the HHS budget, the House uh, the Health and Human Services budget, and uh, oftentimes we are spending that money time and time again rather than saying what are the root causes here and you know, how do we actually uh, help the people who have these addictions? And part of that problem is that the people have to want to be helped. And uh, a lot of times uh, without that cooperation, without that anticipation on, on the need of uh, those that are addicted, uh, our efforts are stymied, our efforts are... Uh, just not terribly successful. So what are you looking to do uh, budgetarily to address that issue in our uh, correction system? Uh, I'd like to see uh, more active uh, rehabilitation from an earlier period of time. I'd like to see us expand our uh, our programs for uh, finding a job, for uh, having skills, for uh, showing that uh, even though they are currently incarcerated, that uh, it doesn't mean that they can't learn. So many of our our uh, inmates uh, cannot speak English, cannot read, mm-hmm. and after years in our custody, I am very disappointed when they leave in that condition. You know, I, I would imagine that at the very least we could uh, help with their education, we could uh, help with their reading ability, we could help them have meet their own goals so that uh, they can become productive members of society. What do you think is going to be the biggest budget fight with the governor and uh, the biggest uh, area where we might see some compromise? Uh, Roads funding has always been an issue. And uh, last year, the uh, governor bonded, I want to say, for $800 million. And this year, I'm told she is doing the same thing in spite of the fact that we have all of these infrastructure dollars coming down from Washington. And uh, to put our children in even greater debt as a state, uh, I think, is a mistake. Um, but I think any discussion in that area is uh, going to be difficult. Hmm. Um, I think that uh, the best way to educate our children is always an issue that uh, is of some concern. 
Um, this year we, we have uh, record funding with uh, equal payments going to uh, the haves and the have-nots, so to speak, uh, to the various schools. And um, we'll be uh, looking at uh, education closely as well. Uh, the health and human services budget typically is pretty agreeable. Uh, and I think that that's an area where we're going to be finding a great deal of, uh, mm-hmm. of agreement, even though it is just a massive budget. You know, that is some, I want to say 26, 28 uh, billion dollars that we spend annually on uh, health and human services. We uh, spoke a little bit about a, a couple of bills that would kind of revamp the way that we do some of our mental health care in the state. Um, one of the bills is uh, proposed by Senate Majority Leader Shirky, and uh, you've got one also that's kind of a, a partner to that bill. And, and it would change the way that mental health uh, in our Medicaid area uh, is, is looked at Uh Tell us the reason for these bills and and what you think are the major things that you'd like to see maybe changed here in Michigan. Well, I think that we need to have greater accountability within that system. You know, we have been very, very good, but that budget has increased by um, over $100 million over the last just a couple of years. And uh, that's been a growth that has been um, uh, unusual. Uh, for most government programs uh, of this nature. Um, it seems like uh, there were few incentives uh, put into the program to uh, stay within uh, budgetary uh, lines, and when uh, uh, programs went over those uh, lines, uh, we as a state reimbursed them uh, with uh, not great attention to uh, exactly... Uh, the reasons for it and uh, we have a lot we have a very fragmented public health system right now and i think here in calhoun county we have been doing a number of very very good things you know i am very encouraged with the steps that uh, our police chief jim blocker has uh, uh, done trying to make sure that uh, those who are mentally ill end up in the mental health system rather than in the uh, correction system that helps out the corrections budget a lot, if I may say, and sure. that's of yeah. uh, particular interest. And I think that uh, uh, we have been very innovative. Uh, but when we talk about the integration of both mental and physical health, we aren't talking about having two columns. So when we move forward, we're talking about having no door that is not the correct door to receive services from whether you uh, show up with a physical illness because of a mental condition or you show up on the mental health side with the ramifications on the physical side, it is that that I feel we would be much better served if that were integrated so that there was no incorrect door, that any door you enter is the right door to get your mental health services and to um, uh, receive treatment. And right now, uh, you know, we have two different systems and we are just beginning the committee process. We are in the process of uh, taking hearings and we'll be looking forward to hearing suggestions as to how to make the system better, how to make the system more accountable. And uh, 
I won't say that I am necessarily married to this, but uh, we do need to have greater accountability within the mental health system, and we need to preserve those things that seem to be making our people better, and there's a lot of things that we do that uh, don't add to their health, either on the physical side and mental side, or mental side, and I would love to improve the outcomes that we are seeing. So the bill, the bills would uh, hopefully get to more accountability of actually how well we're performing in serving, uh, you know, mental health patients. Uh, but it also would kind of change the way things are paid for and bring private insurance companies into to the deal instead of the way it's being funded now, which is lar- largely Medicaid. Uh, what? How does that help, and wh- how does that work? Uh, it would still largely be funded through the Medicaid program because right now Medicaid pays a mental health line and it pays a physical health line. And what we're trying to do is we're trying to unify uh, that health line so that it is the health line rather than the mental health and the physical health health line. And um, a lot of people are concerned with the privatization, as am I. You know, uh, I have lived through a Medicaid system that um, is perhaps less than ideal, uh, especially for many of the providers who oftentimes, uh, because they are serving the poor, will uh, provide services at well below market value. Uh, I find that oftentimes the state, as a state, is looking out for their state budget rather than for their citizens. And I am very disappointed that uh, we would have policies that uh, increase the health care prices for individuals here in this state while only focusing on the Medicaid population. State Senator Dr. John Bison is uh, in our studio. Boy, a lot of big news uh, coming out of Afghanistan and our Congressman Peter Meyer going over there to check it out. Uh, your thoughts on uh, Meyer's visit and uh, the way things are being handled? Um, I think that there is uh, a great deal of agreement about how things are being handled, sir. I think that uh, America has become a laughingstock of the world, and uh, I feel badly that uh, we are leaving behind our citizens, our our helpers, and uh, there doesn't be seem to be consideration of their lives, which is what we are talking about uh, when you talk about uh, the Taliban uh, having control. Um, I can only say that I think that uh, the withdrawal was worse than botched. It was... Uh, I can't even watch TV news reports these days without becoming nauseated over the uh, way this withdrawal was accomplished. And uh, I totally agree that it's uh, a place that we need to leave. But the way that we left, I think, is uh, a, a blemish on our history and will be forever. Yeah, we left a lot of our stuff over there. It's not going to fall into enemy hands. And... Um, my initial thought was, uh, uh, gee, perhaps we ought to go in and, and blow up all of our own equipment that uh, we left for the uh, Afghan National Army. 
and that they never used. And and a lot of this is high-tech stuff. Uh, mm-hmm. The Soviets and the Chinese want to get their hands on it to see how it works and uh, how to replicate it. And uh, I'm not sure that uh, we did America or our allies any favor by uh, withdrawing in this manner. We have uh, foreign nationals that are being left behind as well, uh, people that were our allies, people from NATO. And I've seen a lot of reports uh, questioning whether or not we still have a NATO alliance if this is the way we treat our NATO allies, uh, huh. giving them very little warning and just leaving. Um, Congressman Peter Meyer uh, got on a plane, went over there to see what was going on. What was your reaction? Um, I think that this needs to be uh, kept in the uh, front lines. And from that standpoint, I am happy that he took a Democratic uh, congressman uh, with him who was another service member. Uh, uh, His quote in the newspaper was uh, that he was uh, being lied to up and down by the president and the administration. And uh, he was going there to find out the truth. And uh, I don't know if he spent enough time down there to uh, get the answers that he needed. But... uh, um, well, I, I view this as uh, being able to point a uh, uh, put a point on, mm-hmm. yes, this is not the way to do it, and how are we going to fix it? And I don't know if he's come back with answers or not. State Senator John Bison, thank you very much for your time this morning. We'll talk to you again real soon. Thank you so much for letting me join you again, too. Listen up. I won't sugarcoat it. This is the longest cold flu and allergy season we've ever seen, but we're not alone. We've got Instacart. Sure, you may be a coughing snot faucet who just wants mommy, but you're not giving up! Not when cold medicine, fragrant herbal teas, and honey shaped like bears can be delivered through Instacart in as fast as 30 minutes. Now let's go win the sick playoffs! Daddy, I just want my soup. Oh, sorry, Sport App says it'll be here in, in a few minutes. <laughs> Instacart for the win.